Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Monday, 12 September, Year of Our Lord 2022. We're going to have Charlie Kirk Basobic all this hour. We're going to talk about this Turning Point USA Conference on the Great Reset. Uh, but our focus here is on 8 November. And they say, well, why are you in Toronto? Or why are you in Sweden? Because, well, I'll let Matthew Tierman talk about it. I, we call it a fourth turning. There's other terms of this too, but you've seen this. You were with us in London in 16, Tierman. Uh, tell us once again, how they get to your social media, how they follow this. Because what happened in Sweden was a political earthquake. What happened in Canada was a political earthquake. What's going to happen on the what the 25th of September as we launch our new show, Bannon's War Room Rome, is going to be a political earthquake. This is the party of Davos. Is Now we're at the ramparts and the barbarians are at the gate. Are they not, Matthew Tierman? They have breached the fortifications and the ramparts. The Swedish Dems most likely will be a part of the Swedish government. Could you imagine the horse trading and wrangling behind the scenes? Yeah, you're going to get the moderate prime minister because, you know, Jimmy Axton, they cannot make him prime minister yet. But they have the power. They have more votes, more parliamentary seats. Can you imagine a Swedish Dem as foreign minister of Sweden? Can you imagine the New York Times and Ann Applebaum and the Atlantic saying democracies under attack in Sweden? They're you know, a great paragon of supranational governance with the Nobel Prize and Greta Thunberg and climate change and, and multicultural diversity. Very important data point, the regional distribution of the electorate and how they came out yesterday. Malmö, Sweden, Raheem wrote about it in no-go zone. The city has been absolutely destroyed. The region, Scania in the south, 40% Swedish Dems, more than two to one, the social Dem leftist incumbents. Okay. That's a rejection. This, when people the, the, see their the, okay, this is very important. Raheem's book, The No Go Zones. Here's the thing to take away from people in the United States the Swedish Democrats and the populace in Canada do not back off. This is for the candidates here in the United States about going based and, and, and going full MAGA. These candidates show you the path to victory is believing in something understanding it and sticking to it, not backing off. Is that not true? Here's the Swedish Democrats. Whether it's the issue of immigration, the mass rapes, the violence, the crime, the no-go zones, which the Swedes, I mean, Raheem, when Raheem wrote the book, they all oh, no, no. Remember, I think Gaffney got thrown off TV for even mentioning it. The Swedish Democrats said, you are wrong. It's here in our country, and we've got to deal with it. We have to address it. Matthew Tierman. And the proof is in the pudding. Two years ago, there was one point when, you know, the same as we saw in Germany, the violence, the, the rape, the, the arson, the, the migration crisis on steroids and the exploitation of the social welfare system. And the Swedish Dems actually in one mid-cycle poll polled number one. They had like 25 percent. And then for a moment, they tacked to the center and they lost 20 percent of their support immediately and went back down to 20 with a second, third 
fourth largest party, and they fought back by going to fundamentals, going to what got them there, law and order, these issues, Mama, 40%. When people see their cities burning down, they get more conservative. And this is when a, a win for the nationalists, for the sovereignists, and all over the world. This is a harbinger of this next part of the fourth turning that you and I talk about all the time. There's more shoes to drop. Prime Minister Maloney, uh, you know, in a few months uh, in Italy, in Sweden, uh, you know, all the uh, the moderate will be the first PM if this holds, but he's not going to last long. But then we got Swedish Dems all the way. This Sweden is not your uh, your grandfather's left Sweden anymore. This place is getting based. <laughs> How do people? How do people get to your uh, social media to follow you on this? Particularly as they try to put together a government. Uh, at Matthew Termond, M A T T H E W T Y R M A N D. I'll get her Twitter, Instagram. You know, posting photos with stories and captions. I tagged Carl Bildt as Ann Applebaum yesterday. I hope she saw it. She had a bad day. Carl Bildt had a bad day. The establishment, the GOP, it's all linked. Matthew Tiermont, thank you. Uh, look for safe travels and look forward to seeing when you get back. I want to go to back to Mark Jeftovic in Canada. Uh, tell us, bad days. I want to go back to Saturday in the political elite. And this is what people have to understand. It's like here in the United States. It's both sides. It's the uniparty, or as Steve Cortez calls it, permanent Washington. Tell us about the elite in Canada. It was a bad night for them, sir. Well, like I was telling you, uh, Pierre Polyev won the, on the first ballot, 68% of the vote. Uh, the anointed Laurentian elite candidate, Jean Charest, 16% of the vote, announced his return to private life the next day. If you look at the, um, the map of the ridings, I don't, yeah, there it is. So this is a preview of what happened. The only place where the anointed candidate won were in the, the, the strongholds, like the echo chambers of Ottawa and some areas of Quebec and the rest of the country, it's all Polyev, right? Even Toronto, which is kind of a liberal leaning town, very progressive, very liberal. You've got this inner ring, the 416 area code, usually liberal, the outer ring 905, more conservative, but even the GTA, the greater Toronto area, all went with uh, Polyev. So this bodes very well for him in the coming federal election, whenever that happens to be, because Toronto is a stronghold for the liberals traditionally, and it looks like they're going to lose it. We're looking down the barrel of a 1993-style blowout. That was when the Mulroney government, who was the Laurentian elite of his day, went from 156 seats in parliament to two. And that was the end of the progressive party. It was it was done after that. Uh, they were nominally conservative in name, but that was the end of the party. They were gone until Stephen Harper came and reconstituted them over a decade later. But that map shows you what's going to happen in the next federal election. That map probably shows you the, the way the wind is blowing on November 8th. And it's happening everywhere in the world. People have had enough of these, you know, self-appointed aristocratic elites telling them, um, what to do and how to live and what their priorities should be. Right before we jump, how big was the truckers as, a, as part of an awakening of Canadians, the world's nicest people to say, hey, look, we got a problem. 
and we need to de- we need to address it. We can't just be controlled opposition more. How, was that a was that a a a, a match that lit a spark or, or what was? Yes, it? it was. It was the inciting incident. That was what made a lot of Canadians wake up and say, "Hey, you know what? In its current form, the leadership of the Conservative Party is just liberal light." I mean, my joke was always, if Justin Trudeau comes out and says double mask, Aaron O'Toole, who was the leader at the time, would say 1.5 masks. That's opposition in that day. And people, the rest of the party just kind of read the room and said, this is not what Canadians want. Canadians want a real alternative to this. And at the time, in February, I said the mishandling of this freedom convoy was going to cost every incumbent party leader their job. Aaron O'Toole was the first. He was thrown out of the conservative leadership. Uh, Candace Bergen took over and start as the interim leader. She started speaking the language right away. And I think that showed everyone who was listening that Canadians wanted to hear this language. And then candidates like uh, Pierre Polyev, Dr. Leslin Lewis, Roman Baber, they all ran up that, that opening that was opening up and catching that populist wave. And, uh, and they ran away with it. Um, even uh, Leslin Lewis, her second leadership campaign, caught 10 percent of the vote, which is pretty good compared to, you know, Sheree having the might of the entire media apparatus and, wow. you know, elites behind them. So, Mark, how do people get to you and your writings on this? Because the Zero Hedge piece was uh, was just spectacular. Oh, thanks. Um, bombthrower.com is where all my stuff goes. Um, I'm bombthrower on Getter. And if you haven't been kicked off of Twitter yet, I'm stunt pope over there. Uh, Mark, thank you very much for joining us. I want to go back to Libby. Libby, how much, one of the things about post-millennial is that uh, you guys are young fire breathers. How, how much of this is driven by not just the convoy, but young people in Canada awakening to the fact that we just can't have politics like it used to be. And, and I think one of the most amazing things was for, for uh, Pierre to say, hey, you can't be part of the World Economic Forum. I don't want any more World Economic Forum young leaders. This is the problem, one of the problems with the government uh, of uh, Trudeau right now. So how much is this is driven right now, at least, by young people awakening to the fact that we just can't have politics as usual? I think that's a lot of it. There was actually a big increase in young people going to the conservatives. It was um, up 17% since January to 37%. So it had only been 20. I think that that's real. I think that young people in Canada, the people that I talked to, are upset with the regulations that they've seen. They didn't like how the truckers were treated. They are unable to buy homes. So this is just completely out of reach for people. Consumer debt is skyrocketing. It's at the highest point, I think, in 14 years. And this is something that Poliev is addressing and wanting to give Canadians, young Canadians, the opportunity to live in a free Canada. Um, I think that's huge. He wants to do away with carbon taxes, things like that as well. And I think a lot of this has to do with energy and energy policy. That's certainly something that's driving populism here in the U.S. And I think it's driving that also in Canada. Because Canada can be independent. We could be North American energy independent um, if we, you know, got that whole thing together. And that would be pretty great. Libby, how do people follow you on Postmillennial? Because you guys are just doing amazing work. What, what's your social media handle? How do people get to the site itself to, to read the news you guys put up every day? Postmillennial is the postmillennial.com. We're on Twitter at ePostmillennial. Uh, I'm Libby Emmons. I'm on Twitter at Libby Emmons. I'm up at the Post Millennial every day. 
Libby, thank you so much. Great reporting and an earthquake north of our northern border. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks so much. Cortez, you hear Libby walking through the math of what's uh, facing young people. You see what right. happened in Sweden with people saying, not backing off and saying, no, 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 no. There are no go zones. There's, there's, there's mass rapes. We tried the social experiment and it's collapsed. It's, it's, it's changed the country, not for the better. And we're not going to tolerate right. it anymore. You see Maloney in Italy saying, no, we, we can't do this anymore. Right. We, we cannot uh, continue just kowtow to the party of Davos. Put it in perspective. What is going on sure. here? And what does this portend? What does this portend for MAGA candidates on 8 November of the year of our Lord 2022 in 57 days, sir? Steve, it shows us that the army of the awakened, this is a global phenomenon. And I think you're exactly correct to bring up the analogy of 2016, just as Brexit was the precursor to the monumental win of Donald Trump here in 2016. I think some of these victories overseas um, in Sweden and other places right next door in Canada, they are indeed a precursor to a massive patriotic populist surge this coming November. And by the way, too, to connect this back to domestic U.S. politics, particularly as it relates to Canada, you know, I was frankly shocked at the way the English-speaking countries of the world during COVID, Steve, they became some of the most oppressive societies on earth. I mean, they were right up there with China in terms of the tyranny of their lockdowns, the despotism of their vaccine mandates. Uh, when you look at Australia, New Zealand, Canada, why didn't that happen in the United States? It's because of federalism here. And it's because some very brave governors, chief among them, Governor Kemp, I know a lot of the warm folks are not fans of his, but he was great on COVID. Governor Kemp and Governor DeSantis were brave enough within the federalist system of the United States to stake out a scientific, logical, and reasonable response to the virus. And because those states succeeded so massively, the rest of the country was essentially forced to follow, even including the blue states. So I, I use that as a word of warning um, and a cautionary tale to the deplorables out there that we could have gone that way. We could have easily been Trudeau's Canada. We could have been New Zealand or Australia if it were not for the federalism of this country, which is why it's also important. We want to elect amazing people and send them to Washington, D.C., but it's why these state capital races are so crucial. And it's why we have to elect the right governors, people like Kerry Lake in Arizona, Tudor Dixon in Michigan, uh, and other races that are going to be competitive that I think people don't believe are going to be competitive. One of those races is my former state of Illinois, where I think Darren Bailey represents a real threat to J.B. Pritzker. So again, we have an opportunity here to solidify the strength um, and the ascent of our movement. And again, this movement is not just, a, I'm focused here, of course, as an America First partisan, but uh, it is a global movement. It is a global army of the awakened. Uh, real quickly, uh, Steve, just give me a couple minutes on the other side. We'll take a short break. Cortez has got a couple of things on capital markets and economics to talk about. We're going to try to get Jack Basobic from uh, Jerusalem. We've got uh, James Radowski on what's happening in Geneva. All of it about your health. All of it next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy 
by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 98. 9898 to claim your free no obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. To pay for housing, either the location you're already in or the home that you want. Well, you're not alone in Biden's economy because a combination of the Biden recession with a created inflation crisis is making housing incredibly unaffordable for most Americans. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk that's powered by Getter. Nationally, since just before the pandemic in 2019, incomes have risen 6.8%. But guess what? Housing prices have risen more than four times that much at 29%. The pain is even more acute in blue-dominated jurisdictions like J.B. Pritzker's Illinois, where incomes in the Chicago metro area rose a scant 3% over that time period, and housing prices up 21%. Now, thankfully, Patriots, we have a chance to fix this mess, and we're going to do it this November. Okay, talk to us about that. By the way, I want everybody to know, we fire off the football on Monday morning in the war room, right? We're working all weekend to get this show ready to fire right off the football. Other shows kind of start a little sleepy on Monday. Boom, not the war room. That's where you got to be ready to go. Get yourself some coffee, get jacked up. Uh, I got a lot to talk to you about. Cortez and not a lot of time to do it. Right. What's the importance of this chalk talk? And Steve, you're exactly right. We come out firing. We don't work the jab, if I can use a boxing analogy, straight right cross out of the gate on Monday morning. This <laughs> chalk talk, I want to show uh, just how unaffordable housing has become in Biden's America. That is simply the reality, unfortunately, because wages are not growing nearly enough to keep pace with skyrocketing costs of all types, but particularly as it relates to housing. And in the article that I wrote on my Substack uh, that really goes with this video, what I'm highlighting is, and it, and it's, it focuses most on J.B. Pritzker's but this is true all across America, is at a time, Steve, when American citizens are really struggling simply to pay for the most basic necessities of life, particularly housing, guess what? Joe Biden, J.B. Pritzker, and a lot of other radical Democrats, they are forcing American citizens to pay to house millions of illegal migrants in this country. And I particularly focus on 90 Nicaraguans who have been bused into the town of Elk Grove Village, Illinois. Elk Grove Village is a very pleasant middle-class suburb of Chicago that now has 90 illegal migrants who do not speak English, who are going to be there, quote, indefinitely, according to the local mayor. And the good citizens of Elk Grove Village, many of whom are probably struggling right now, are anxious about paying their own tabs. They now have to pay to house and feed these illegal migrants and to have the illegal migrant children go to public schools. This is happening all over America, Steve. And I want the folks out there to realize this isn't just a problem for the border region. It's not just a problem for big cities. 
This is happening in the suburbs of America. As we highlighted last week, the bucolic seaside town of Portland, Maine, a town of only 66,000 people. They have spent $40 million in the last year and a half on illegal migrants. This is a massive created crisis. This is a tsunami of illegals who are overwhelming our country. That would be a terrible idea at any time, Steve, but it's a particularly awful idea at a time of enormous economic stress in this country. This is why that we build the wall. We took around the country. The mantra was every state a border state and every town a border town. This is not about El Paso, Texas. This is not Yuma, Arizona. This is not about the Rio Grande Valley. It's about that, but it's about more. It's about how it's become the entire nation's like this. Cortez, you've been at the tip of this. Once again, I want to hear the common sense of the American people. Give me the YouGov poll again, brother, because this just bathes me in the fact that you can't fool people. You can't lie and spin spin them anymore. Cortez, what's the poll say at YouGov? The YouGov poll of independence, their most recent poll, shows that approval of Joe Biden is now all the way down to only 26%. 26% approve, 64% disapprove a minus 38 ratio among independents. Why? I think principally because of inflation and immigration. I continue to believe that the two eyes are the driving forces for this upcoming election, and they are the principal failures. There's many failures, but they are the principal failures of the Biden regime. A wide open border and costs that are so out of control that the good citizens of the United States can't afford the necessities of life. And by the way, the two crises are intertwined. They are interrelated in many ways. But those those are the principal failures. And that's why I wanted to draw these two together in that chalk talk and in this article to point out that while Americans are priced out of home ownership in this country, particularly young Americans, particularly the hardworking strivers out there, many of them young folks who want to get married, want to start families, they are priced out of the home market. But at the same time, okay, concurrent with that harsh economic reality, people like Pritzker and Joe Biden insist that American citizens pay for abundant benefits for trespassers, for people who broke and entered into the United States without our permission, did not follow our rules, did not follow our laws, and yet they have been invited in by Mayorkas and Biden and permanent Washington. And not just invited in, but promised generous benefits once they get here, which they are receiving in places like Elk Grove Village, Illinois, which again is a middle-class suburb of just over 30,000 people. This is every town USA suddenly forced to deal with this crisis, a crisis not of their making, a crisis made by the ruling class and Joe Biden and J.B. Pritzker. Everybody in Illinois throughout the country is Democrat. You vote for the Democrats, you deserve it. You deserve it. It's now all clear. You you can't say I didn't know about it and have the information. No, you know about it. Your nose is being rubbed in it. Uh, Real quickly, um, because I want to deal with this more later, but the Harvard Stelter is now a fellow at Harvard. Uh, Cortez, give me 30 seconds on on your uh, thinking of that. Chris Stelter finally punted from CNN, and he is, believe it or not, been given a fellowship at Harvard University, at Harvard. So uh, that that news broke today. Yeah, I I think we need to get into this more later, but it's yet another reason why these elite institutions, they're not actually schools, okay? They are political organizations, political operations, and hedge funds who are masquerading as schools. He, He went to Towson State for a reason. He's an idiot, okay? He went to Towson State. Now you get him at Harvard. It's a joke. This is purely just a political. I mean, it's it's such a joke and shows the devolution of those institutions. Steve Cortez, how do people get to your Substack? How they get to your uh, yeah. how they get to all your uh, Please. amazing chalk talks? 
Yeah, please find it all at Getter, where I'm at Steve. And by the way, right after your show, I am the after party this morning for War Room at noon Eastern time. I'm doing a Getter live stream on the topic of funding illegals over the citizens of this country. So please join me at noon Eastern time today for that live stream. I'm at Steve on Getter. Steve Cortez, great. Looking forward to the live stream. Uh, Let's go to Mike Davis. Mike, uh, thank you very much. By the way, all weekend, I've got such legal uh, geniuses as Chris Christie telling me Trump's up against the wall. Trump's team's terrible. It's all falling apart. Uh, Mike, and thank you for coming in. I know you're, you're traveling and it's, it's tough to get to you today. But walk, walk me through where uh, President Trump stands vis-a-vis all the geniuses of, uh, of the legal profession like Chris Christie. And by the way, is Chris Christie even working at a law firm? I, I don't know. Mike Davis. Yeah, we have a lot of people uh, trying to get some attention right now. They're attention starved and they're trying to get attention on the right by trashing Trump. Uh, It's pretty transparent. So where we are is Judge Cannon last Monday ordered a special counsel or excuse me, excuse me, a special master for President Trump's case to go through the documents that were seized, 11,000 documents that were seized from Mar-a-Lago to figure out which ones are personal under the Presidential Records Act, which ones are presidential records, which ones are attorney-client privileged, which ones are executive privileged, uh, which ones are medical records. Uh, There are a lot of records here that the the Biden Justice Department just grabbed uh, and they're obtuse, unprecedented. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to make sure, because this is not, they they went in and the the ransacking, the raid and the ransack, they took 11,000 documents, 184 I think were the ones that were classified, including what is 60 or 70 or confidential. Today's New York Times would be classified confidential. It's a joke. So they, of 11,000 documents, they have a handful of, of classified. Is that essentially what it is, Mike Davis? Yeah, so there's, there are 11,000 documents they took, and they just ransacked the whole damn place, including Melania's underwear drawer, Barron's, 16-year-old Barron's room. It's ridiculous that they got this biased magistrate judge to issue this illegal general warrant to go ransack a former president. It was unnecessary, unlawful, unprecedented. Judge Cannon clearly, any sober judge would see right through this. Judge Cannon clearly sees through this. She ordered a special master last Monday. The parties had to come together and propose names. The Biden Justice Department filed a notice that they're they're gonna file an appeal with the 11th Circuit, they're gonna lose. And uh, as part of that, they asked Judge Cannon to stay her ruling pending the 11th Circuit appeal. And the Trump legal team just filed uh, an excellent legal brief today calling out the Biden Justice Department's political charade. They're really starting to fire on all cylinders here, which is a very good sign. They clearly have the winning legal arguments here. And this is going to backfire badly on President Biden. Okay, why is the Republican establishment's legal geniuses like Bill Barr and Chris Christie and all these guys are sitting up there? Why are they trashing the Trump's legal team, the judge, the ruling when the judge couldn't have been? I mean, if you read, it was brutal on DOJ. She basically said, I don't trust DOJ to be fair, even handed, and I trust the FBI less. And, and now you've got the Trump guys firing with their response to DOJ which they're hitting them with both barrels. Why are people like Bill Barr and Chris Christie, who are all promoted by the mainstream media, right, by the left media, why are they coming after not just the, not just the, the legal arguments, now they're personally coming after the lawyers saying, oh, they're all going to be uh, indicted, they're, they've all broken the law. What's driving that, sir? 
So with Bill Barr, I'm not sure if he's if he's bitter, uh, if his if he's just starved for attention. You know, he was a big deal when he was attorney general, getting media attention all the time. I don't know if he's just trying to peddle his new book. I I don't know what drives Bill Barr, but I'll tell you, he's been been the attorney general twice, the deputy attorney general before that, and he ran the office of legal counsel at the Justice Department before that. So he knows what the law is here. He knows that he's just flat out wrong as a matter of law. He knows that President Trump, any president as commander in chief, has the absolute constitutional power to declassify anything he wants. He knows, Barr knows that uh, 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 that the president has the absolute statutory power under the Presidential Records Act to take and maintain his, uh, these presidential records in the office of former president, classified or non-classified. He, Bill Barr knows this. Bill Barr knows that it is legally impossible to obstruct justice because Bill Barr got an opinion from OLC during the Mueller probe that you can't obstruct justice on non-crimes. So I don't know what drives uh, my, Bill Barr here. Hold it, Christy, when I want to savor that. Short commercial break. Mike Davis promises for a couple more seconds on the other side. Charlie Kirk next. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, this Friday, there's going to be a big conference at Turning Point USA. Go to tpusarightnow.com. Check it out. This is the Great Reset. Uh, I'm going to be the keynote speaker, but you're going to have Charlie Kirk there, Jack Posobiec, a, a ton of people on this World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. So make sure you go there. It's going to be incredible. I'm giving the keynote on Friday. We're actually going to be doing the show uh, from uh, from uh, Phoenix, from the uh, from the Turning Point uh, headquarters over there. So a lot going on on this Friday. TPUSA.com. Go check it out right now. There are tickets available. Also on Saturday, go to Eagle Council. If we can put that up. Ed Martin and the team, Phyllis Schlafly's group. Uh, I'm going to be giving the keynote. Peter Navarro is going to be there uh, for this uh, for the for the Eagle Council uh, special event on Saturday night. It's going to be at the airport in uh, in St. Louis Airport Marriott. Uh, still a few tickets left there. Want everybody to go. It's going to be another 
blockbuster, as we say. So it's a very intense weekend coming up. Mike Davis, uh, and here's what I got to say. We're trying to get Prasovic. Prasovic's in Jerusalem. Trying to get Prasovic. But Davis, you've kind of become, I, I, I don't know if we create a monster, you've kind of become the Jack Pasovic of the legal tweet world because your, your analysis has been dead spot on. You don't back off. You lay out the law. But you've been putting stuff up on social media that everybody follows now, particularly you're almost trolling uh, the Chris Christie's, the Bill Barr, and, and really the mumbo jumbo you hear on MSNBC nonstop. Here's the thing. I don't know how they pay these contributors. The fiduciary responsibility to the NBC shareholders is because uh, these people are always wrong. It's always so partisan, but it's always so stupid. You had a Kirshner, I think, over the weekend saying there's a thousand reasons you're going to indict Trump today. I mean, they're like they're foaming at the mouth. Lay out the, the, the briefing today because you've been dead right on this. Trump's got the law on his side. He's got a great team. And now they're on offense. Tell me about this morning. First off, your, your, your Twitter feed, but more importantly, the, the content of what they fired back on the Justice Department in court today. So Trump has a very well-rounded team. He has Chris Keis, the former Florida Solicitor General, doing the legal briefing. Jim Trustee, a top, former top prosecutor of the Justice Department, who's uh, doing the day-to-day -day combat. There's Lindsey, Evan, and Boris, who are the Trump loyalists. It's a very well-rounded team. They are, uh, uh, they are firing on all cylinders. This brief today that they filed, it is in response to the government's motion to stay Judge Cannon's special master order and to stay... Uh, Judge Cannon's uh, uh, order to to pause the the uh, the criminal investigation until they sort out these documents. The Biden Justice Department is panicking because they do not want an independent special master who reports to an Article Three judge checking their homework. And it's pretty clear that they have something to hide here. And the uh, the Trump legal brief today does a very good job of very subtly laying that out uh, uh, about how, how the Biden Justice Department just gets the law wrong here badly, right? The Presidential Records Act clearly controls former presidents and, and they can maintain classified and unclassified documents. It doesn't matter. It also talks about how the president can declassify anything he wants uh, as commander in chief under the constitution, also under statutes and regulations. So they did do a very good job of laying out these legal arguments that we've been discussing on here since this <clears throat> this raid happened. And they do it in a way where it's very even keeled. It's not hysterical. It's not over the top. And it's going to play very well to a federal judge. And, and particularly, it's going to play very well to a, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, Mike, how do people follow you on social media, particularly Twitter and Getter, where you're putting up great information and people particularly the Trump movement people, ought to be all over this. Remember, this is a diversion tactic, right? It's noise, not signal, but they're still trying to use this to chop block us away from focusing on 8 November. So, sir, how do people follow you? Again, tr Trump did absolutely nothing wrong as a matter of law. And you can follow us at article3project.org, article3project.org, and it's at article3project, at article number three project on Getter, Twitter, Truth, and my personal is MRDDMIA, MRDDMIA. And I and want people to go to the Article 3, but I want them to go to the Article 3 website because this is like your side hustle. Your main thing right now has been the tech, take down the tech giants, right? This whole big battle there. What, 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 uh, what Davis is doing is leading the charge on so many different fronts, and that's why you're becoming a real icon now in this movement. So, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. I asked Charlie Kirk, one of Charlie Kirk, is the Great Resets, the, the conferences this week, 
But really, if you look at over the weekend, it's kind of the work that Charlie's been working on. Remember, Post Millennials, part of their uh, group now. We had the Post Millennial Libby and the team on earlier in the, in the day. But, Charlie, I got to ask you, uh, Canada on Saturday, the Swedish Democrats yesterday, the polling has mm-hmm. to stop with two weeks ago in Italy, but uh, Giorgio Maloney is on fire. Uh, this populist movement throughout the world, sir, uh, it looks like they all knew you were doing the Great Reset Conference this weekend and everybody wanted to step up to the plate before the conference took place. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's a global rejection of Davos. And so we're going to go through this book written by Klaus Schwab. I think it's it, they, everything is hiding in plain sight. And so, you know, this weekend in Phoenix, Arizona, on Friday and Saturday, Steve, you're our keynote on Friday evening. We're going to go through in great detail and tremendous depth what is the Great Reset? What do they talk about when they're in Davos? Who is Klaus Schwab? And most importantly, what you can do about it. Tickets are still available. It's reset.tpusa.com, or they they can just go to tpusa.com. And also, Steve, we want to make sure that we show a, a bunch of support for you after this ridiculous targeting. And that is also part of the Great Reset. Part of the Great Reset is to try to take conservative populist nationalist players off the chessboard. But to your point, yes, this is a global rejection of globalist tendencies. They've gone way too far. Um, They are going after the lifeblood of humanity, which, of course, is energy with this environmental sustainability governance agenda, ESG. And people are starting to wake up to it. But we have to continue to do these events. We have to keep on educating our base. I believe the more truth that we that we're able to communicate the better there's an old proverb which is you can't go about fixing something you do not understand and that is kind of the guiding principle of our entire agenda against the great reset i believe regular everyday grassroots americans learning about davos and klaus schwab is the greatest threat to their alleged power over our sovereignty well how important is it that the new populist leader in canada actually is one of his one of his uh, sine qua nons of his of his uh of his stewardship said nobody associate world economic forum any of these young world yes. economic forum leaders the farm team because it's so and they've the contagion so infested trudeau's government he said absolutely no way how big a deal is that to say the quiet part out loud it's a huge deal and you're going to start to see that in more and more countries and basically what's happening is the world economic forum has embraced the philosophy of mercantilism and imperialism and colonialism the worst of all those things And they're trying to do it through cultural and social norms, the destruction of currency, the breaking apart of traditional Western morality. And it's an easy sell, actually, Steve, for any politician to say we're not going to be invaded by the elites of other countries. That's very popular, actually, because a lot of people say, yeah, that makes sense. Why are we allowing ourselves to be colonized by Klaus Schwab and these people that don't share our values? My prediction is if we keep this momentum going and we keep on having you know, conferences like this and programs like this, you're going to see this happen in second world countries and third world countries. The next thing that needs to happen is also the simultaneous rejection of Belt and Road and the CCP because it's the same sort of strategy as you've detailed beautifully on this program, Steve, which is we're on top. We want to colonize you. We want to control you. We want to subjugate you. And the, the World Economic Forum and the CCP has the same game plan and blueprint. Regular everyday people, the muscular class of the Western world can rise up and reject it. Reject it. Sweden is a great sign forward. Canada. And then maybe this new prime minister in the United Kingdom might surprise us all and push back against it. We'll see. But as we all know, it all comes down to here in America. The World Economic Forum will be soundly rejected at the ballot box in November, but also needs to be rejected philosophically 
and in other other capacities, which is exactly what we're trying to do at Turning Point USA. One more time, how do people get to the the conference? Because we want as many people in the in the greater area, and I mean New Mexico, Utah, Nevada, California, to yes. come in for this because this is going to be something that's going to be uh, intellectually going to give you a framework right. on how to look at the world. So well, I'll make it super easy for everyone. Just go to our main website. It's tpusa.com. And then there's a pop-up as soon as you go to our website. It's tpusa.com. And they could buy, buy tickets there. They're really, really affordable. And if you guys want to show a sign of support for Steve, he's, talk, he's speaking on Friday evening. And then we have some amazing programming with Drew Hernandez. We have James Lindsay, Michael O'Fallon, and a very special guest that I'm not allowed to say yet, Steve. So people have to okay. just show up and see what I mean by that. Very special. So they can just check it out at tpusa.com. We want to show the world, Steve, that we have your back. Uh, Charlie, thanks. Real quickly, uh, because I saw polling over the weekend and you nailed it once again. The college, the be, be, the trillion dollar bailout by working class Americans for the woke elite is a topic and subject. And this is why mainstream media don't want to talk about it. That get burns into people's souls. How did they get mm -hmm. to the book, The College Scam? Because everybody is thinking of going to college. Everybody that is a parent that's thinking about sending the kid to college, and most importantly, people out there, they're going to pay a trillion dollars to bail out the woke elites. you got to see what you're paying for. How do they get to the book, Charlie? Yeah, I, I mean, this book couldn't be better timed. I spent m many years on it. just so happens it came out exactly when Joe Biden decided to do his big college student loan bribe. There's a special offer for everyone in the War Room audience. It is tpusa.com slash book. It's 50% off, only $15. Uh, proceeds go to Turning Point USA. <laughs> So you guys can get your copy of the college scam where we significantly reduce the price. It's tpusa.com slash book. It's 35 pages of footnotes and you will be That's burning right. mad when you're finished. Charlie Kirk, thank you very much. Thank brother. You, appreciate you having on. Look forward, See you look Friday. forward to Friday. I want to bring, want to bring in Jack Basobic now. Uh, Jack, uh, we got a couple of minutes on this side. Tell me, connect the dots, brother. Canada, Sweden, Italy, the United States of America, sir, and where you are on special assignment. Well, Steve, you know, I'm calling in. I'm actually in downtown Jerusalem right now, the holy city. And you want to talk a country that's that's fought for its nationalism and defended its nationalism against all odds, right? When we turn around and we say we want that for Israel, I think there's a lot of people that look at it from an electoral perspective and say, you know what? We want that for our country, too. We want to have a country that's going to put the needs of our own citizens first, that's going to put the defense of our citizens. Steve, there was there was a, almost a pipe bombing in Tel Aviv the other day when we were walking through with my family. There was uh, there was a guy that was picked up today on the streets. They're talking about doing another operation to the West Bank. Look, this country understands what it comes what you need to do when it comes to security. But for the elites of so many of our nations. Uh, whether it be Italy, whether it be Sweden, whether it be Canada, for years and years, they said, we don't need to worry about that. Just leave the borders open. Look, you want to find a state that takes care of its borders. Come to come to Israel. They'll show you what border security really looks like. They don't talk about this, you know, the fence with the slats and all that. No, no, no. Between the West Bank, Palestinian territories and the rest of Israel, it's a massive concrete barrier, razor wire, spotlights, watchtowers, the whole nine yards. And it's guarded 24-7 with troops with m4s and m16s hang on uh, can you hang through the break jack i know you're 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 busy but i gotta hold you i got a couple more questions i want to say if we build the wall the first time we had a conference i actually had to build the wall who did we reach out to were the consultants not even the one in gaza the one in, in, in the one in uh in uh, sinai 
the one that had like three depth and Laren depth razor wire at the top. They know they're a nation that knows how to protect their borders and they're not going to play around. Like we should be protecting the borders here in the United States. And that's what you saw in Sweden uh, yesterday. The Swedes are rejecting this open borders, no sovereignty, uh, world economic forum, globalist uh, take on things. Jack Basovic joins us from Israel. We're going to have a short commercial break. Also, James Rodowski, the great James Rodowski, has got an assignment for you. It's not going to cost you any money, but it's going to take you about 90 seconds to do it. Okay, short commercial break. Rodowski, Pasovic, next in the war room. It's all started, everything's bigger, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Okay, welcome back. Since we're uh, tight for time, I want everybody to go to Getter, particularly the War Room, my Getter account, everybody, Pasobic, everybody's up there, Mike Davis. Make sure you go 24-7 news. All along the Watchtower, James Rogowski's had the posses back, had the, had the uh, populace back. Uh, James, uh, you have done a better job of, of focusing on what's happening in Geneva, these big uh, organizations. Tell us what's going on and what can people do that's totally free to them to be able to counter the messaging that's out there, sir. The WHO has set up a public comment period by which you can submit a 90-second video saying what you feel they should do moving forward in the future to deal with a future pandemic. There's an awful lot of information that you can get on stopthewho.com about what they're doing, but to facilitate you um, getting your video um, to the WHO, go to screwthewho.com. The deadline um, from this moment live is only 23 hours from now. And I realize that a lot of people are going to miss that deadline. So um, if you do miss the deadline and you don't get to tell the WHO directly through their public comment submission, um, tell us. Because what we're going to be doing for the next uh, three weeks until their uh, meetings on the 29th and the 30th is collecting everyone's videos and compiling them so that even though they've given such short notice and such a small amount of time for people to express their opinion, um, there are millions and billions of people out there who have much more that they would like to say. But, but James, is the first court, we're going to help you. We're going to put these up with your organization so people can see it. But right now, for the posse, it's a 90-second video. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? This doesn't have to be Steven Spielberg. But how do people go to you to learn how to do the 90-second and get it there? I want as many as possible to get in, I want to flood the zone on the public comment side. Let's see how many we can get up and get to these guys. So, James, where do they go, like, right now to show how they're going to do this? ScrewTheWho.com. You showed the uh, image uh, briefly. ScrewTheWho.com. And as always, Steve, anybody can call me, 310-619-3055. Everybody, you know, gets confused about the technology and all that sort of stuff. All the yeah. information is right on ScrewTheWho.com. Um, but if you have okay. some questions, call James Rogowski, this is how insane he is. He puts his cell number up every time for the whole world. One more time, your cell number, if they're confused, James, how to get to you. Um, put a plus one on it if you're outside the United States, but 310-619-3055. Text, WhatsApp, uh, um, uh, Signal, Telegram, or just pick up the phone and call me. Uh, 310-619-3055. ScrewTheWho.com. 
We're going to flood the zone with 90 seconds. You get to give your opinion on what they should be doing in the next pandemic. Thank you very much, sir. James, we're looking for have you back on this afternoon. We want as many as possible, want millions to give them 90 seconds. Uh, I want to go back to uh, the, the one and only Poso. Poso, you've been in Jerusalem. Uh, you've been doing great work over there. I know you got a lot to talk about, which we'll do later. One more time, though, uh, the Great Reset Conference. This is where, look, you saw what happened in, in, in Canada on Saturday night, what happened in, in uh, Sweden last night, what's going to happen in Italy in, uh, in 14 days uh, or, 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 or less, I think, 13 days now. Uh, walk through the Great Reset. Where do people go? Uh, how do they get there? How important is this conference we're going to have? Well, the conference uh, getting there for me is going to be a little trickier than most because I'm going to be flying directly from Tel Aviv all the way to Phoenix just for this conference because that's how important it is. I'm flying a quarter of the way around the world just to be there, to be on that stage, not only, Steve, with yourself, but with Charlie, with J- Dr. James Lindsay. Uh, obviously, we can't divulge yet who this secret guest is going to be. But if folks go to tposa.com slash reset, you go there, we'll be at the Arizona Grand in Phoenix. And people need to understand that this, it, we have them on the ropes. It may not seem like that, but we actually do. That's why they're lashing out. That's why they're becoming desperate. That's why they've gone mask off. That's why they're swinging the hammer down. If the situation were not, if the situation were helpless, the propaganda would not be necessary. The heavy-handed tactics would not be necessary. We are gaining traction around the world. It's going to start right there in Phoenix. It's going to go across Europe first. It's going to go across Canada, and then it's going to come into every single one of the 50 states and every precinct in every state along with the precinct project that we see this backlash to the Great Reset. Once we've named this, we've named exactly what it is, this globalist agenda that they said Back in the 90s, it was, remember, it was a conspiracy. It was tinfoil, black helicopters. Now they come out today, and they're in your grill De- about it. Defeating going to come together, the Great we're Reset. Fight back. Defeating the Great Reset. Go to TPUSA. releasing, by the way, when I was in Davos, when Klaus Schwab sent his thugs after me in Davos, we were filming a documentary. We're dropping episode one at the conference. Uh, Jack, real quickly, give your social media. How do people get to you between now and then? It's at Jack Posobiec, and if you go on Getter right now, you will see an exclusive video between myself, my brother, and the great common lead that we filmed live at the Golan Heights. Wow. Jack Posobiec, look forward to seeing you at the great, defeating the great reset, the big conference, TPS, tpusa.com. Make sure everybody goes. Posobiec, stay safe. Look forward to getting yeah, back see on. There. Oh, we'll be good. Jack Posobiec, the best. Uh, let's go to, okay, today we're launching Bannon's War Room Rome with our own Ben Harnwell in Italian. It'll be English when I'm gone, but Harnwell, uh, you got two minutes. Walk us through what people can anticipate. How do they get to it? Heads are already blowing up in Europe because of this, sir. Hey, Steve. Uh, good morning to you. So, yes, it's going to go live exclusively on Getter. It's the, if you, if you want to follow this, just come to my uh, feed on Getter, at Harnwell. That's where we're going to be dropping it for the time being. Um, and it's 50 minutes a day. Um, and we're just going to, me and a couple of co-hosts, we're going to break over the, the principal news and then run up to the elections and say why it's important. We'll be giving our unique interpretation to these events as well to help people feel better equipped, um, especially when they're persuading and talking to friends um, with regards to the merits of the, the centre-right parties. We certainly have an, a, an openness to what Giorgia Maloney um, is hoping to do in Fratelli d'Italia. 
Uh, but, but we'll have all different viewpoints coming on the show. Real quickly, give me 30 seconds. The Swedish Democrats of the Northern Front, will Maloney open up the second front against the World Economic Forum in Italy, sir? Yeah, and I, I, I don't think these new fronts are just going to be limited to, to Sweden or Italy, Steve. This, this is a movement that's taking place, as you know, as you know, because, you know, when you created the movement itself, um, there is a wind of change. It's a, it's, a, it's a populist, economic, nationalist wind of change blowing right through the world, and especially in Europe right now. Sir, one more time. How do people get to it? It's my surname, Steve, at Harnwell. Ben Harnwell hosts his own show starting today. Don't miss it. Okay, we're going to be back at five, and we're going to be on fire. We had so much we couldn't even get to today. See you back here five to seven. Two more hours of pure intensity. Where are you going to get it? Only in the war room. See you then. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.